To be honest, I hate the word rebrand. <laughs> Same. Like some of the things that I would believe in or like say or subscribe to, I find hard to understand now. I no longer want to subscribe to fabricated experiences. Hello everyone, my name is Moya. Hi, my name is Tosa and we're the host of Peas in a Podcast, where we have everyday conversations about navigating adulthood, prioritizing community, and wellness. Ready? Ready! Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode. Hey everyone! Episode 13, um, I hope you're excited to be here because we are. Mm-hmm. Um, what are we talking about today? So we're talking about rebranding, I'm sure you've seen from the title of the episode. Um, we are going to be talking about what it means to rebrand. And I know a lot of people here, when you hear rebrand, you think of like business and career and when they talk about your personal brand. Um, but we want to talk about it more in personal day-to-day life, um, what it means to rebrand in your personal life, if we've had any rebrands and repackaging in our <laughs> in our life, um, any internal and external factors that have influenced that reba- um, rebrand, um, and how that's affected our outlook in life, and also what we've learned from the experience. But yeah, I'm so excited to have this conversation. We're hoping it'll be a short one, but every time I say it... We end up 40 minutes max. Don't worry. We, we promise this time. 40. We got this quick and snappy. <laughs> um, but before we get into all of that, how has your week been? Um, my week has been good. Um, what did I do? I work was busy, but okay. Um, I went out to dinner with a friend mm-hmm. who I hadn't seen in a long time. Cute. Um, so that was also good. Um, and you know me, me, I don't like to go out after work, but I did it. Yeah. You know, like if Jishan goes out with you after work, you know that you're special. No, no, let's make people special. <laughs> but you know that. You know, like I really, like, yeah, I really wanted value. to put time into mm-hmm. that because after work, my brain have off. Um, um, on reset, I don't come back on till 6 a.m. in the next day. Mm-hmm. So, um, it was really good to hang out and see my friend. Um, we, when we're recording this, um, Easter weekend was just last week. Mm-hmm. Um, and every time for holidays, I joined the community choir at my church mm-hmm. with a gun pointed to my head. <laughs> uh, and so that was also an interesting experience. I also got the chance to like participate in the background, not more on stage on our creative team at church, uh, which was also a good experience. And Moya came to laugh at me. I didn't come to laugh. Mm. I came what did to you come to do? It and I was invited by you. <laughs> but I never yeah, come to laugh. That was my week. It was an okay week. Um, it's still. Um, I don't know how the weather is feeling, but the weather is not doing it for me. Uh, the way it is, it's doing it for me and as as always. <laughs> um, but guys, I can't wait for fall. Stop. That's all I can think about right Stop. now. Stop. Oh my gosh. I can't Please. wait for fall because the way I'm seeing that this summer is summering. But anyway. Anyway, Moya, how's your week? My week, it's been good. Um, I did driving lessons yesterday. How was that? I was like doing a lot of back and front parking and like parallel parking. And I don't like when it comes to lines, making things aligned, even on like Canva, I'm, I'm zero. Like I don't know how to do it. So when she was like, oh, make sure your shoulder is aligned to like the parking lot as a girl. 
I don't she's know like, if what I'm saying. I have to girl. close. I shut one eye and I was like, bro, I think I'm aligned. And she's like, you're not. <laughs> um, so that was fun. And I can't judge you. <laughs> I can't pass judgment when I don't drive. Yeah, exactly. At least I'm learning. <laughs> um, but yeah, so hopefully I get the lesson soon, Sha. And the holiday, I just feel like, I feel like I need one. I feel like I didn't feel Easter long weekend at all. A lot all. of people said that. It just went by oh, really my sister quickly. Said that too. Yeah, and I just feel burnt out in general. I'm not gonna lie. Um, and yeah, I'm reading a book as well. It's called Seven Days in June, and it's about second chances. And it's sort of reminding me about our episode on um, friendship makeups and like mm. forgiveness and letting go, blah blah blah. But I'm like halfway through and. We shall see. If you haven't listened to that episode, it was the last episode, episode 12, mm-hmm. on friendship makeups, forgiveness, um, reconciliation, all that um, fun and all those fun stuff. Yeah, Difficult. <laughs> but um, before I get into the episode, I just wanted to shout out our comment of the week. Woo-hoo-hoo. So if you don't know, we started a new segment um, recently where we just sort of shout out people who've um, commented on our Instagram post and just been engaging with our content. Um, and so this shout out goes to um, Lily underscore Sweetie. She commented on our um, identity crisis reel where we talked about if you've ever experienced an identity crisis. And she's like, OMG, yes, crying face emoji. <laughs> Y'all spoke on things that just said me. For the question at the end, which was, um, do you think there's a time when your identity will never like waver and you'll be yeah. strong in it? She said, for that question, I believe that we actually are able to reach that point in life where we're sure in our identity and who we are. And we actually go into like a mini conversation in the comments. So if you're interested, go check out our post on identity crisis. Go scroll. Um, yeah, scroll and like stalk us and you find it, chat. But thank you for the comment. And if you want to kind of feature in this segment, and it's not just for the featuring's sake, but also just to have conversations with us and know mm-hmm. that we are seeing your comments. And even if you comment on our, like, leave a review and stuff, we hope to, like, share some of those. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, thank you, Lily underscore, sweetie. Mm-hmm. Um, so moving into the episode, what is rebranding? Because I feel like I hear... First, I used to hear that only at work. Yeah. And then recently on TikTok, I've also been hearing like people say, oh, like, here are the, how many things I did to like rebound my personal life. And I feel like yeah. that's what sparked this conversation for me. Also, I don't know, it might be too late when we're releasing this episode, but we're currently recording this um, early April. And so the talk of like Black China is also still a thing. Oh, yeah. Um, where she's currently rebranding herself mm-hmm. um, and how she portrays herself to the world. So that's why we're interested in this conversation. So I guess we could just start from the beginning. What does it mean to rebrand and why do we think, um, and Moya, you can let me know your thoughts. Why do you think um, people actually rebrand in the first place? Okay, so when it comes to rebranding, I checked a couple of articles, just quick Google search. Was it psychology today this time? No, uh, <laughs> they don't talk about rebranding when it comes to the psyche, okay? Um, but different articles just sort of touched on rebranding in correlation with a company. 
So they said that this is when a company thinks its marketing strategy needs to change either with a new name or logo or design for an already established brand. And what stuck out to me was the fact that it's already an established brand. So you can't rebrand for something that doesn't like exist, if that makes sense, like Mm. for a brand that doesn't exist. And then branding itself is sort of like just checking like, you know people's brand through their actions. You know people's brand through their behaviors, words, and attitudes. And then you can sort of create that external depiction of their character based on what, um, yeah, what people do, basically. Mm. But I think people rebrand just based off of my own experience and, like, observation. I think people rebrand because of three key reasons. It's not quoted, so it's just, just this is just me and my brain. She said don't quote her again. Do not no. quote me. Um, <laughs> but I think one is definitely because you've been subscribed to like a specific belief system mm. or, an, or an ideology and you're trying to either pivot away from that or it's changed. When we talk about like identity crisis, the fact that people can like hit that... Um, either like a low point in their life and they just have to rethink everything about what they've believed believed in and just life in general. So the key part I think is like belief systems and your ideology. So if you no longer subscribe, I think, because I think when you really subscribe to one particular thing, there's this aspect of living it out and people seeing your behaviors and noticing your attitudes and creating that perception of you based off of your um, actions. So when that has changed, I think um, your actions will also change once your belief system changes. So I think this is mostly after like either self-discovery or during self-discovery or maybe an identity crisis. I think the second reason is probably you don't just want to be perceived. I think that's such a you don't want right to be now. perceived? Yeah, I feel like on Instagram, on um, TikTok, I've seen a lot of videos where people are like, I don't want to be perceived right now on Instagram, so I don't post on there. I try to be an enig- oh, wow. enigma, or I want to be <laughs> mysterious um, a mysterious babe. Yeah. I've definitely said, like, I want to be a mysterious babe a lot, but me and my personality, we are not mysterious. To be honest, I feel like maybe I went through that phase with Instagram. Because mm. if you look at my Instagram right you now... You archived everything. It doesn't look like somebody exists on No there. one knows that I'm I do friend. give you... She said that no one knows him, my friend. Yeah. I do give you guys some stories here and there. Once in a year. <laughs> but yeah, like I think that whole idea and like the trend of people not wanting to be known. But mm. it's like I will give you a little that you can chew on. And then... Yeah, I think that's also a reason why people could rebrand, mm. if that makes sense. So it's like, I want to be more mysterious mm. based off of like what you're seeing on social media. But then on the flip side, people do want to be perceived and because of maybe an, maybe a new like finding in their life or like a new understanding and they really want to share that with a lot of people. Or if people are trying to like live up to their own expectations that they've set for themselves. So if they're like, I want to be, I don't know, a social activist and I need to show people that this is what I stand for, then they would probably want to like rebrand. And I I think the main place in rebranding is on social media. Because I also think though that I think people can also want to not be perceived and that does not um, mutually, like it's not mutually exclusive with rebranding Mm because somebody can just stop 
sharing about their life, but not necessarily rebranding. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, who they are as like in their own daily life. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree. And then I think my third thing is just like social media peer pressure, um, and comparison. Definitely. Like I think the first thing that came to mind was also like BBLs. The BBL girlies. The BBL. Are they not all deflating it now? How do you how do you want to start that? <laughs> For people who are not good now have Kim K money, how do you want to pump puff it? How do we say it now? I don't know. They're in channel. They're they're all taking out their the BBLs. Because skinny is in. Wow. <laughs> I'm, yeah. And whatever is in next, everyone is going to rebrand again to change. That's insane. It's actually Or ridiculous. like the clean girl aesthetics. Mm. It's like, oh, let's not put a lot of heavy makeup, makeup on our faces, but let's put our makeup. Yeah. So like, let's wear <laughs> enough makeup for people to feel like we woke up like this, mm-hmm. but not enough to make you feel like you, you're doing too much. You're doing too much. That's wild. There was, before clean girl aesthetic, there was like this toxic productivity. Um, mm-hmm. No, before clean girl, there was that girl. Yeah. Yeah. We were saying, oh, wake up with me at 5 a.m. in the morning to. And you're looking nice at 5 a.m. To like, they go to the gym and then they walk their dogs and then. Name there was that girl before that girl was like productivity girl, boss babe, boss babe. Just, There'll be more, yeah. Wow, but yeah, so I think that's why people rebrand based off of like social media and what they see, mm. they just get influenced, yeah. Yeah, to be honest, I hate the word rebrand. <laughs> Same when you talk about it when it comes to a business, you found something that is faulty, you found something that's not working properly. Or it's not reaching the right audience that you want it to reach. Mm-hmm. Or it's not doing as well. So you are purposefully changing that to become and repackage it as something else. I feel like I relate to the word evolution more but than rebranding. Um, but um, I think definitely I agree with you that people um, rebrand. They're like positive rebrands in the sense of like growth there's a change in season in life. Maybe like you used to be this outside person where like you were living the what what they call what Nigerian parents call it the fast life. <laughs> <laughs> you're not ready to settle down. You're living the fast life, and then you've come to a stage in your life where you feel like, oh, that's not for you. Or you are not living the fast life, but then you've come to a stage in life that you feel like that's this is what I want. This is what you want. I feel like people do change in seasons and growth um, causes people to rebrand. Um, I think self-discovery, finding yourself might cause people to want to rebrand or evolve. Um, so sometimes I think people sometimes rebrand from manipulation because you think yeah. that this is the persona and the being that you require, you're required to have in order to get what you want in a situation. Um, yeah, that's very manipulative. Yeah, that's mm. really manipulative. Scary. And I also think sometimes people rebrand because of societal pressures and looking for attention. Mm-hmm. Um, but the reason why I prefer evolve rather than rebrand is because, like, if you look at the definition of evolve, evolve means to develop gradually, especially from a simple to more complex form. So it's not necessarily an, like an abrupt change. It's just as you grow older, things fall away, yeah. things come on, and... If people took like snapshots of like just specific years, it might look like, oh, you were a different person here, very different person here, a different person here. But if you look at the bigger p- process, you will kind of see the almost like the intertwine and like the yeah. um, interconnectedness between all those like persons, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was reading this article, and he, the person was like, oh, people don't change. <laughs> they um, 
evolve, especially because evolving is just slight adjustment that allows for growth without compromising your natural preferences. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, I can't just go from being an introvert to now I'm an extrovert, but I can be an introvert that's learned how to cope better in social situations. Like, the, the one is an abrupt change, but one is slight adjustment and evolution and learning skills and all those things. But anyway, that is that for why I think um, people definitely rebrand. Okay, okay. Interesting, interesting, interesting. And when it comes to just, like, in your own personal life with what you want to share, um, do you, like, would you say you've had an experience where you had to rebrand? And if yes, what were the internal and external factors that led up to that? And would you say some were successful versus, like, like a failure so because I don't really connect with the term rebrand, mm-hmm. it's definitely hard to say if I've had like definitive rebrands. But for the purpose of entertaining this conversation, mm-hmm. <laughs> there are definitely times in my life where I was like, who I was then is very different <laughs> from who I am now. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, a few of them I'm not going to go through because I feel like I've had, especially my entire teenage year, which makes sense because that's, where a lot of people are finding themselves and like figuring out who they are. So you go through different phases of like, yeah. sometimes you look back and you're like, who was that? I but that <laughs> before my teenage years though, there's one that I feel like this is such a friendly story. And I've, I feel like I've told you before, mm-hmm. but there was one, I don't know if it's a rebrand, but I've classified it as a rebrand because I definitely think it was a change in my personality. When I was so young, I feel like I was in what we'll call like maybe primary one or two, I don't know what that equates into the Canadian or um, US or whatever schedule. You will figure it out. But I was pretty young, maybe the age of like six. Mm -hmm. And I remember I used to be very talkative when I was a kid, which is very hard. (laughs) Which is very hard to to think of now because like I used to be very talkative. I used to be very extroverted. Mm -hmm. Um, and maybe when I think of it like that, I was like, maybe my parents dimmed my shine. You know? but, <laughs> but I used to be very talkative and very extroverted. But that did not come out just like, oh, that was just a personality. It came at the expense of my grades. Like, I used to just, I was just in school for vibes. Yeah. I just want to laugh. I just want to talk. I had so many friends. And I remember my teacher, um, like, called my, my mom in. I was like, oh, like, she's a smart girl and everything, but she spends most of her time in class, like, talking, playing, and everything. And I remember my mom going home, and that day I had gotten, like, a test result in a math test, Mm -hmm. and I had gotten a zero. Wow. Like, I don't get one question right. (laughs) Now, I know I suck at math, but, like, I'm not that bad. Mm -hmm. And I remember I got a zero, and I went home, and my mom gave me the whooping of a lifetime. Like, up to today, in my big age, I still sometimes, I still see that whooping in my dreams. Oh, my gosh. Mom gave me the whooping of a lifetime. Like, I've, I've never seen my mom. My mom was like, I'm paying so much money for this, and you're just being disrespectful in school, blah, 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 and you're just talking and everything. And I remember going to school the next day, and anybody that talked to me, the I, I would give them. I was like, please, I'm now a quiet girl from now on. And it's so funny because... My mom even says it like sometimes she was even like maybe concerned mm-hmm. that like did she go a little too far? 
because I know when I said I became quiet, it was not like oh I was quiet for a couple of days after the beating. Um, the whoop, not look at the beating, but it was a whooping. No. Sorry. Well. Yeah. Mm. No, because beating even is a little light. <laughs> <laughs> for what happened to me. Um, but I remember like I was so quiet. My grades skyrocketed, and sometimes I'm like. It's a very traumatic experience, and I do think that in some ways it dimmed my light, but it also lit my fire. <laughs> because from there on then, I became so good at school. But I was just like, yo, all this chatty and chatty, I don't want to chat, please. Yo, I just keep it to focus. I saw my life flash before my eyes two days ago. So I have a goal, please. I have a goal, please. Everybody free me. Um, and so I feel like that was my quiet girl um, era. Mm-hmm. That's when he started, when I started being a little bit more reserved. Mm. Because I was like, I don't <laughs> want to see what I saw a couple of days ago. Oh my um, and I also feel like I had this rebrand where when I first moved to Canada, um, I come from a very conservative family. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not conservative in the sense of like politics um, or necessarily religion. I was just a very sheltered child. Um, yeah. So I didn't get the opportunity to do a lot of like the things that a lot of teenagers get to do. Um, so when I moved to Canada, I was like, wow, this is my party girl era. <laughs> and I remember forcing it so much. And now that I think about it, it was not like, oh, I don't even think it's just because of my family or the way I grew up. I just don't think it's my personality. But I used to remember people would want to go to a party and I would just be thinking, all I want to do is be in my bed sleeping. But Fair. I'll be like, shh. And, like, it was such such a constant battle internally, showing up at spaces where I'm like, I don't want to be here. And I think like that was my major field rebrand because I really tried to be an outside girl. Wow. I was like, I really tried to be outgoing. And I'm like, it's not me. Tell me to at the wrong time. Maybe you did. I did. Because now, ask me, you cannot force me. Do you get? Like, in my head, I'm like, I can't imagine you being that person. You cannot force me to I'm do... Because I'm begging you daily to be like, babes, let's go. If Like, if I want to go, I'll go. If I don't want to go, there's nothing you can say. You can't even tell me that. I know. All oh, my favorite celebrities are going to be there. Or oh, I'm going to get millions <laughs> of dollars. And unless, like, it's something I really want to do, I just... I'm tired of like trying to be in spaces where I know I don't want to be in. And nothing that's wrong with that spaces, those spaces. Mm-hmm. It's just that like it's not my personality. Okay. And so why am I trying to just because I want people to like me, why am I trying to be here? And I feel like the final era I'm in is kind of my confident in my own voice and true to myself era. Okay. Um I feel like I'm rebranding into someone like I always used to be known as the after that whooping, I became the shy kid. <laughs> I became the shy kid um, and I feel like in some ways I also lost my voice in that s- circle and that's something I'm still thinking, trying to think because I know my mom was doing her best to raise us the best way that she could Yeah. Um, and so but I do feel like there were some points where I feel like I lost my voice um, just because I was like, hmm, I don't want to cause trouble. And I became very yeah. introvert, introverted. I still think I'm very introverted. And I think that's actually true to my personality. But I'm also coming to being confident in my saying, oh, I don't want to do this. Mm. Being confident in saying like, oh, this is who I want to be. And this is how yeah. I want to present myself. Um, and being confident in the fact that I know that I'm going to evolve more. And I'm okay with that. Mm. Um, 
not necessarily make drastic changes, but like being confident in, I'm starting to reconnect with my faith. I'm learning to love, like learning is the key word to love my body. Where is that? Mm. Um, learning snaps, to, snaps. I'm learning to pursue like health and falling in love with like strengthening my body. You guys hear me saying that I'm going to the gym and this is the first time. I feel like one day we'll have a conversation about like body image and like health and stuff. But like, I always used to punish my body Mm. before and I feel like I'm finally in a space where I'm like oh I know that there are ways that I can be healthier but I'm not going to treat it like I am punishing my body yeah um and it's made me more consistent mm-hmm. in um like going to the gym and stuff like that I'm learning how to like even like my career path like starting to realize that oh I decided to be something because I thought that's the only way I could present yeah um and explain all the other aspects of like how I can show up in career um and I feel like the biggest one is also learning how to love and how to receive love <laughs> as been very with friends and family just or? like everything because I feel like I've always wanted to be Tough girl, tough girl. I don't say hard guy, I love guy. Hard guy, hard guy. I don't, I don't hug people. I don't understand. And before, I, at a point, I feel like I thought it was a flex. It's really not a flex. Mm. Um, and just learning to, and so my rebrand is right now. It's not necessarily um, changing anything because, like I said, I don't really believe in the word rebrand. But it's being more confident and um, empathetic with my evolution as a human being and as an adult. Hmm. Before we move on, though, we're doing a quick little check-in because if you're still listening to this episode, it means that you're enjoying it. So we just want you to check whatever device or um, platform you're listening to this on. If this is on Apple Podcasts, make sure to subscribe. If this is on um, Spotify, make sure you're following just so you get the notifications whenever we post a new episode. And also engage with us on social media. Follow us on Instagram at peasinapodcast.tm. I think for me, it was hard to sort of like pinpoint what exactly rebranding was in my mm. life because I don't think I've ever like thought about it and said I am going to rebrand and made like an active decision to be like I'm going to change who I am I do have a question though but um with what's happening with black china right now do you think that's a rebrand or do you think it's just like evolution because it is a big drastic change yeah um but yeah I guess it's still like just evolution I think it's both yeah. yeah I think it's but I think they're not mutually exclusive. Like mm. they come together because once you decide to once you've evolved into something else, it's just automatic that like it shows and people perceive you in a different way because of what you're like looking like or behaviors that you're um you know, acting out on. So I think they come in the same like buckets. Mm. Um, but yeah, I felt like it was hard to kind of figure out what like era I was in. But when I try to think back at like how I've evolved over the years and like how I've changed and how I like people could possibly perceive me differently, I think of like my Christian girl. Era. I was about to say <laughs> that. See, that was an era. That was an era. Oh my god, Christian girl era, Moya. <laughs> Moya, sorry. Oh my god. 
Um, yeah, I feel like, yeah, I don't know. It's just awkward talking about in a way, but I definitely Why? think, I don't know. Cause I feel like I can't really relate with that person anymore. Mm. Um, like I just don't see like some of the things that I would believe in or like say or subscribe to, I find hard to understand now. Um, I think I'm relating to faith in a different way than I used to in the past. So I think, yeah, Christian girl era was so different. I feel like in terms of success, because I don't think you really touched on like if any of your eras were successful or like a failure. But I think Christian girl era was like a like I was making a decision to be like, no, I'm going to Make this cut off. Anyone that could, in quotes, lead me astray or cause me to, in quote again, sin. Um, and so I was, like, actively making that decision. So I would say I was actively trying to be perceived in a different light. Mm. Um, and I think I didn't realize how much, like, I wanted to prove to people that I was really changing. And how that affected, like, it affected, like, my relationships. But I think some of the factors that caused me to go on that journey on that path was definitely like some internal factors just me by myself I was like oh I'm moving into a new country because this was after I'd like graduated from high school in Nige in Nigeria so I'd come to Canada and I was like you know what new country new experience maybe I should focus on this faith thing that's interesting because a lot of people when they move from home the choice isn't usually yeah religious but then the external factor I feel like was definitely playing on how I was seeing myself because externally, my parents, like I remember when they were saying bye, when they were saying bye to me at the airport, they were just like, "Remember the gesture of who you are." Like words, those cliche things that you hear in movies, like at least in Nigerian movies. They're like, "My parents statement. are very conservative um, in their thinking and just everything." So they were like, "Remember the gesture of who you are. Don't go and disgrace me." And we've also just heard stories like back in Nigeria of just students who moved to Canada and they like squandered the parents' money or did something outlandish or just something so different. So I was like, oh my gosh, I can't be that person. Mm. Cause I felt like if I had the opportunity, I would definitely like I did have the opportunity, but I was like, if I take these steps, I know the type of person I could be. Um and so I felt like I was just like the only way that could maybe keep me away from potentially being that um stereotypical um, international student that's like straight away in quote again was probably to like reconnect, not even reconnect, but commit to faith because that wasn't something that like that I had committed to in Nige in Nigeria. Um, and so I was like, okay, I need to commit to faith and like not cut out people, but I just kind of distance myself from people mm. who I felt could either like make me rethink everything so I wasn't intentionally cutting people out but I was just like subconsciously not giving time into um some of my friendships and I know some people would probably think that oh Moya doesn't like like us anymore she's like making a new leaf even though I was trying to make a new turn a new leaf I wasn't like actively trying to cut people out just that make mm. sense but yeah and then the people around me like when I got to Canada my sister was very much involved with the church and her friend, um, Dami, they were all, like, super involved. And that was, like, the only um, only and first community I had in Canada. So that was what I was exposed to. And so I felt, oh, if I'm feeling this way in terms of trying to figure out how to 
avoid taking the wrong steps, in quotes, wrong steps. I was like, this is a good avenue um, for me to just key into in terms of just faith and church. So in my head, I just like dived into church. I was like, oh, I want to serve him, but I didn't understand what that was. Oh, I want to be a Christian, even though I didn't really understand what that was as well. Um, so yeah, like I think I did it as a coping mechanism, if anything. And then I think it was successful because I did, I think I did a great job putting on a front, putting on a face. Mm. <laughs> I did a fantastic job with that. Um, and that's not to say in a way that I'm like proud of that. Cause I feel like internally I was like, I don't say suffering, but I was just, it wasn't something that I was entirely happy with if I had like gone home and like started thinking by myself mm. with my thoughts and then with my gym girl era oh my gosh I think I started this multiple times <laughs> like I've started it so many times and I think we'll if we ever have like an episode on body image and like health and all that fun stuff we'll probably go into it but I started like going into the gym and like started just again, like you said, like punishing your body in like ways that, you know, is not being healthy. Mm. Um, and I think the internal factor was just like, I would compare myself to people on social media, even if I was like 15 or 14, like my, my full body, I was still going through like puberty mm. and I also compare myself to people who are like 25. And I just thinking about it now, I was like, wow, that's so unhealthy. Like, I would watch Keeping Up with the Kardashian, and I'm like, wow, such a nice bud. Oh, my God. I want to be like that. The lumpy butt. Jiggets. And I was like, no, she's so real. Like, well, you can't tell me that's fake. But, um, yeah, like, comparing myself and then, like, external factors, like, in a Nigerian household, when I say there's it's no actually, filter. There's really no filter. And I also, so I first thought it was a Nigerian thing, but I think it's, like, I think it's everybody. A lot of immigrant ha- households that yeah. I'm aware of. I've not been privy to non immigrant households. But yeah, I genuinely feel like it's everyone because on social media, I think recently, like Ariana Grande came out yeah. saying something about like the comments that she's had on her body. And genuinely, when family members, like Nigerian family members, aunties that you've not seen since when you were like six and then they see you at 15, and like, wow, you've grown so much. I'm like, as, expect- as I'm expected, I'm supposed to grow. I'm no longer six years old. I'm like, the years. What, nine years? Is that the math? Buck. Forgive me. Really, God, forgive me. (laughs) But sometimes when they're commenting, I was like, in my head, I'm always like, girl, what about you? Girl, (laughs) what will be helpful in this situation is a mirror. (laughs) Because I rest my case. Exactly. And like, even with like with Ariana Grande things, like obviously sometimes as human beings, you get curious as like, oh, somebody looks like this. Is something happening? Or could it be... You can think that in your head. What is the need to share it yeah. with people? And I think, like, for me, I think it's also... It's not just, like, the bad comments. Don't get me wrong. Even, like, positive. Positive comments as well. Like, when I lost a bit of weight, I've had, like, people comment on my body, like, recently. But it's also... Like, you don't know what people are going through. And most mm. times I've gotten compliments on my body. I have felt the saddest about like or like I've punished myself more <laughs> in terms of like food or like diet and so you really don't know if that person has starved the entire mm. time or done something like harmful so when people co- make any comment it's just so like it's so annoying because mm. I do appreciate 
like positive comments but at the same time I'm like damn I wish you hadn't told me that because now I'm like I have to keep up this act or this form or in quote this brand and make sure I don't slip it's like a company they're like oh if you've told us our food is good we're trying to follow suit and not yeah. and ensure that it's consistent so that's why I think when it comes to like um the external factors but yeah um but yeah Moving forward, though, mm-hmm. um, even though, like, I don't know if we definitely answered the question if we have rebrand. I think we've had, like, various evolution stories. Yeah. Um, do you think that has affected your outlook on life? And has that affected, like, your values and your relationship with people? Like, all the changes that you've gone through, like, the specific changes, especially those that you mentioned? Um, I think it's definitely affected some of my relationships and just, like, how I see things now. Again, well, I'm 23, so things can change. You're young, young. You're a baby. You too, you're a baby. Girl, 25. (laughs) You're 25? I'm in my late 20s. That is mid... That's literally mid. I'm entering my late 20s. You are mid. No, 20. Not that you're mid. You're... you're. (laughs) She really said I'm mid. No. (laughs) Wow, 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 wow. Moya will take it. No. It's literally mid. Like, 25 is... You are dead in the middle. Wow. Late 20s is 27 to like 30 in my head. I already feel late. Girl, <laughs> you're not late in Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think, I don't, again, I don't think those experiences were me necessarily trying to rebrand, except for like the Christian one, really. Mm-hmm. But I have found that like, I just felt the need to show people on social media and I think it's maybe because I'm a bit of an oversharer. Mm. Like, if I'm not telling my friends, like, I want to post on it. <laughs> post on social media about it. Mm. Um, and just show people, like, this is what I stand for. And I didn't care what people thought. Mm. Even if the delivery was sort of, like, sketchy or, like, questionable. <laughs> so I've had just the... I've had to, like, introspectively reflect on how on why i'm doing that and just think about it like okay why am i trying to post things um like am i looking for someone's approval am i looking for acceptance am i looking because when i look at my instagram following bro i i feel like i don't talk to most of the people on there it's actually instagram is such a what's the word i'm looking for um no just like I feel like it's very parasocial. Oh, and yeah. I, and I know you say parasocial with like TikTok, celebrities. Huge TikTok for me. But like, it's like sometimes I post a story, which is why sometimes I try to just post my stories on close friends. Mm. Not because I'm trying to hide something. It's just that sometimes I see some people under my stories and I'm like, boy, girl, you have not talked to me since 2014. You've not spoken to me since 2008. Yeah. Why are you watching my stories every day? Like, why do you care? Same I'm, with me. And why same with watching, me too. Like sometimes watching I'm songs. watching some people's stories like so religiously. I'm like, for what reason? Yeah. Or like I'm looking at people's posts and stuff and it's not like, oh, like I want to know what's going on in your life. It's just like you feel like you need that relationship. Mm-hmm. Like at least that per- you almost feel like at least that person is still in reach. Yeah. And it's like to have access in some way. Because I look at like the number of my followers like and I'm like, I don't even know more than 30 people in real life. Literally. <laughs> if you tell me, oh yeah, do wedding now, I don't even know if I. <laughs> 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 That's sorry. <laughs> 
but yeah like i just i've just been thinking like why do i really care about what people and i've what people think and i've tried to like you know on instagram i've removed my likes so i don't necessarily see how many people i like i've liked my pictures um but i think now it's showing me or maybe i need to go and change it but um just changing like the people who are seeing my stories. Like, I don't know. It's just so weird. But I'm trying to also be a little more private on Instagram and just social media in general. Um, I feel like TikTok is my one place where I'm, I can be free, TBH. And so you think your rebranding is what's trying to make you private because you feel like um, all the rebrands that you've had were all because you wanted to show, like, one people to see you a specific way yeah Yeah, so now i'm just like i want to be yes i'm going to evolve and i think right now i'm even evolving for sure Mm. but like i don't want to necessarily show people that like whatever perception people are going to perceive you regardless of whatever you show yeah um but i think it's also important to show what you want people to perceive you as like when i think of personal rebrand in career you want people to um know what you value in terms of like your career and what you yeah. stand for and your values don't get me wrong but at the same time it's almost like if i'm not entirely sure of what i stand for i don't know if i should show the current stages of my life as mm. openly as i've done in the past mm. so i don't think i'm not not showing i'm just like are there things that i want to speak on or like vouch for if mm. i know that there's there's going to be change in the future mm. um but yeah at the same time you could stand for something today and the next it's you're not standing yeah. for it but i think it's affecting my relationship with like my friends when it comes to like the christian era lifestyle i think my relationship with church my relationship with um some of my christian friends um, f- um my relationship with people in high school like in nige i just think like it wasn't anything intentional. It's just like how I relate to that part of my life. Mm. And I feel like that person is, I don't know that person necessarily. So it's almost like I can't really connect with these people outside of that. I find that interesting. And like also maybe this is not a conversation for today. And not even maybe this is not a conversation today. Maybe Mm -hmm. we'll have a different thing. Um, When we start talking about like faith, because that's a conversation that we've talked about that we want to have. But I also sometimes think, because I knew you in some of this Christian girl era, um, and I feel like we have not had conversations. I don't know if we've had conversations on how um, that affected our friendship mm-hmm. with like changes and everything. But we've had a little bit of yeah of discussion of, of, of a discuss. of the record. <laughs> Shout out to Up the Record podcast. Shout out um, to Up the Record definitely. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's definitely affected like my beliefs and like attitude toward towards life. It's just to be mm. more cautious of who I want to share my life with even in person. But yeah, what about you? Um, I don't really have too much to say on this because I feel like the major change for me is through reflecting on these experiences and this quote-unquote rebrand, I'm just very more cautious to how I engage with like my life and people in my life and the things around me. Mm. I no longer want to subscribe to fabricated experiences like experiences where I feel like I am not genuine. Mm, yeah. Um like if something really literally guys and I'm not kidding, if something doesn't feel right, like I was there's somewhere I'm supposed to be tomorrow. <laughs> there's somewhere I'm supposed to be tomorrow and 
I was just having a conversation. I was like, I'm not in the mood to go. Oh my gosh, I think we're getting older. And I'm not going to go. You know how people they say that like in your 30s or like late 20s, you just like, you know what you want. And yeah. you're just like, yeah, no. And like, mm-hmm. not because like, obviously I'm not going to do that for important stuff. Like if somebody's yeah. inviting me for their birthday, um, if someone's inviting me for life accomplishment, I'm not just going to wake up and say I'm not going. But like, if anything doesn't feel right, I'm out, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Should protect my space. I am out. I no longer want to have fabricated experiences. I no longer care if people think I'm boring or if I'm engaging. When Moyo is always like, oh, we're outside this summer, we're outside this summer. I was like, oh my I'll God. be outside when you see me outside. I'll be, outside, <laughs> I'll be outside when you see me. And before, I would try to have experiences because I'm like, oh my gosh, they'll think she's boring or they'll think she's a homebody or they'll think she's like lackluster or mm. like she doesn't want to have fun. And if you've had fun with me, you know how I can have fun. Yeah. But I want to have fun on my own terms and when it feels genuine and where I can be laughing with you and you know that it's genuine laughter and happiness. Not that I'm thinking in my head, oh my God, get me out of here. Yeah. Um. So I feel like not necessarily rebranding has made me feel like this. I just mean reflecting on my evolution. I am like, I no longer, I don't want to be part of anything that's not genuine. Um, and who knows, maybe what I feel genuine today, tomorrow, it might not be what feels genuine to me anymore. <laughs> but in the moment, I don't want fabricated experiences. I think that that's my biggest change in my outlook in life. And I no longer feel bad on yeah. feel bad about who I am as a person yeah. and how I show up like in life to be yeah. honest this reminds me of I think it's our first episode where you kind of say like oh you like yourself or oh, I think it was the goodbye to 2022 yeah. episode where you're like oh I like myself and I'm like mm, that's nice yeah, yeah I think it's confidence in yourself um, but taking all of that now are there any takeaways from our rebranding or what or what we would do differently moving forward. Um, I don't think there's any major difference. Um, I think the only thing, especially having this episode, the major thing is like, after talking about this word, I know we're titling it rebranding, is because that's what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. But I don't think necessarily you need rebrands in life, yeah. like official rebrands. Um, I just say give yourself room to evolve mm-hmm. um you don't have to wake up one morning and be like okay i'm going to try on my clothes i'm going to stop talking <laughs> like this i'm going to start going to these activities like you don't necessarily wake up, have to wake up and re- um like um uproot your entire life to be able to see that you have changed as a person and yeah. growth give yourself room to evolve and sometimes that can it might seem like that happens suddenly, but evolution doesn't happen that fast. Yeah. It's been coming and give yourself space to understand the process and experience that. And if people are saying, oh, you change, it might look sudden to them, but you yeah. know that it's been a process. And just give yourself room to evolve as a person. Yeah. Um, I also think the same. I, I And when I even think about like rebranding, not just the outlook, like physical aspect of things Mm. but just like as a person if you were like a shitty person and now you're trying to be nicer no like it takes time and those things don't happen overnight like if you used to i don't know used to be very manipulative in your actions like i don't think people will suddenly become saints so i think it takes time if you're trying to genuinely start um acting out certain values and like in quotes 
be morally acceptable. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't. I feel like some of the key takeaways is just to continue to think about why I want to change people's perspective perception of me. Mm. Like if I'm, why is it because I'm not confident in that particular thing or the attitude, or just think about why why I care about what people think of mm. me. Um, and yeah, I feel like. I just want to be more confident in myself and not necessarily have to show that to anyone. And I just want it to sort of speak for, for itself. itself. Mm. Um, and I think it's just finding that balance of like, how do I then show it when this is specifically what I want on um, people to think of me mm. versus like, do I just, I think I should just care about the people who I know in my life versus mm. strangers because these people still talk about you in a bad way, regardless. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I think those are some of my thoughts. Well, I know we said 40 minutes. Yo, we're trying. We're really trying. Why are we always talking? I don't know. Like, we need to reevaluate. Maybe the, we need a rebrand. Evo, please, <laughs> the <laughs> We need to evaluate why we talk so much and why it's 50 minutes. But um, we will do better next time. You know what? This is great. It's great. We didn't sing this episode. We didn't at all. And it was also, to be honest, it's better than the one hour, 30 minutes. Yo, my dad listened. This is just a (laughs) sidebar. My dad listened to the friendship breakup episode and he called me. And I was like, why was it so long? And I was like, I apologize, I apologize, I apologize. But yeah, so 15 minutes, um, we will do with that. We'll be better next time. We will. Um, that's the end of the episode. Moya, where can they find us as always? You can find us at peaceinapodcast.tm on Instagram. You can find us at peaceinapodcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Feel free to share the podcast with everyone you know and comment on Instagram. Engage, share the post, um, save the post just so we know that like, you know, you enjoy the post and make sure you're leaving a review on Apple Podcast. Make sure you're... Um, taking parts of the poll on spotify when we release an episode and yeah just continue to support us as we continue to make episodes and all the fun stuff yeah yeah that's about it that's about it we will see you in the next episode love and light peace Peace out. out bye